Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. All right, we are recording. Word. I'm so excited. So we're actually doing a one episode today that will be published on two different podcasts. Um, so it's going to be pu- published on the best life because we have a lot of people on there that are entrepreneurs and y'all, we are talking about some hot shit today. And for fit biz, you people, um, this is all about, uh, understanding, new platforms. Should we jump to new platforms? How to assess new platforms specifically today, Clubhouse. So Danny, I would consider a Clubhouse expert, early adopter, um, spends a lot of time in there, has spent a lot of time, gotten a lot of really great stuff out of there, but it may or may not be for everybody. And it may not be for you right the second. Yo, Clubhouse. Well, first off, Clubhouse is a brand new platform, but it's only available to people at this time of recording. It's only available to people uh, with Apple, iPhone, whatever that system is called. iOS, yeah. So if you have an Android phone, you don't even worry about it, but you should still listen because it will come out eventually. Um, You know, there are so many, there's so many new things that come out as we've seen over the years. You know, Jill and I started on MySpace and I went to Facebook, then Instagram. YouTube's been around there. Twitter's been around there kind of on the back, but there's kind of been the, like the front facing big one. Um, and then, you know, we had Periscope for a little while, which is a live video platform. And then Facebook live and IG live kind of stole the idea and ran with it and they got the budget behind it. So they took that and it kind of fell apart. And then Snapchat was there and IG stories kind of took over. So clubhouse is a new platform that is audio based. It is basically like a live podcast, but I'd say it's all, it's a combination of like a live panel podcast and radio show in one. It reminds me a lot of the old radio days, like listening to the morning show crew, but anyone can jump on. Um, there are going to invite still. I think you do still need an invite, okay. but it's um, pretty but, easy to go on. Yeah, it is easy. Now. I think at the beginning you could only invite one person and then I got on, I used up my invite on accident. I didn't realize I, I didn't know what I was doing, but then I got like five invites. So you can get quite a few. I think if you just ask, if you want an invite, I'm sure someone will give you one uh, or hit me up in my DMs and I'll shoot you an invite, uh, but be cool. It's it, interesting. When I first heard about it before getting on, I still, I wasn't really, I was like confused as to what it was exactly. Mm-hmm. So even as we're saying like, it's kind of a live podcast. So there are different, like, it's kind of like there are different chat rooms, right? Yeah. So they're like, remember like the old school chat rooms, like yeah. there's these chat rooms you can go into. So when you log on, you'll see people who maybe you're following and they'll give you some suggested people to follow. And then once you're following them, you can see if people you're following are in certain groups currently, mm-hmm. or maybe ones that are coming up soon will be also there. There's like a little schedule of upcoming ones and then the topic. And you can literally jump in and just listen. You can kind of be like fly on the wall and listen to some of these people who are teaching on different things or adding their insight on different things. And so there's like a virtual stage kind of, Yeah. and those people are the moderators and the guests 
And then there are people who are just kind of like in the audience audience. listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because I signed up for it late November and I didn't know what it was. I kept getting notifications every time I tapped them, just noise started coming out of my phone. And I'm like, this is not the place (laughs) for listening. So I kept shutting it off, shutting it off. And I didn't even pay attention until a month later. And uh, I saw a room, probably just a topic that looked interesting. So I tapped it and I just got enthralled in the conversation. And I was like, oh, okay, this is listening And like Jill said, you, you log in and it's called the hallway. And so it's almost as if you're in a conference, you know, where there's breakout rooms and you're wandering the hallways and different topics are going on at the same time. So you can decide where you want to be and where you want to listen. The nice thing is, is that you can walk in and you can walk out. Like there's a button that says leave quietly. Cause I felt really stressed about walking out. Even if I was a speaker on the stage as a speaker, you can even just leave without saying anything, which is kind of interesting Um, because it's so new. There's a lot of people figuring out what's the etiquette. And so I've seen just a change uh, recently where there's this etiquette of when you start speaking, you say, my name, this is Danny J, blah, blah, blah. You say what you're going to say. And then you say, this is Danny J, I'm done speaking. And they're doing that for people. There's a lot of um, deaf people or not deaf, blind people on the podcast Mm. or on the, on the app. Yeah. And so they can't, when you when you're on the app and you can see there's a little gray circle and you could tell who's speaking, but there are quite a few visually impaired people who are on there and they can't see who's speaking. So they're asking us to say our name. And then when they're done speaking, cause sometimes it's hard to tell when there's a transition. So that's been an interesting shift and it's kind of catching on. Like you'll, you will notice if you go in rooms, you'll hear people say, blah, blah, blah. I'm Danny J. I'm done speaking. And it's kind of weird because you don't normally talk like that, but it makes sense. And it helps people who aren't, or even who are maybe driving and they they're not able to see who's talking at the time or who that was. So there are some interesting things coming up with etiquette and the rules. They're having people now speak in order. So they, there's something called PTR. There's a lot of, you know, their lingo, their podcast, uh, clubhouse lingo. PTR means pull to refresh. And when you swipe down, it refreshes the room. So if someone left, they're now disappeared. If someone moved up in the line, they've moved up. And so there's a lot of like speaking in turn and not speaking out of order. And you'll see sometimes people will come in and they speak out of order. And I've seen moderators get kind of snappy, like, all right, thanks for that, but please wait your turn. So just FYI, this is, these are some things to just pay attention to. My suggestion is to go into rooms and just listen and observe for a while before you start to create your own stages or create your own rooms. So you can kind of see with the lay of the land, how people are doing it and what the like proper etiquette is, even though we're making up the etiquette as we go. So when, so there's, you go into a room, let's just say I'm in the hallway, I log in and then I'm like, I'm in a room and there are people on stage and you can see, cause they're up near the top of the screen. And then down below are people who are not on stage who are just in the room listening. If I'm in the room listening, can I raise my hand? to get up on stage? Yes. Yeah, you can. Cause I'm so, like, okay, I'm a nobody, right. Yeah. Or like, I'm just like really getting started in this space. And I I've heard that there's kind of a land grab happening in clubhouse. You know, and I want to talk about that too. The utility of that. There's not as many people on clubhouse as there are in other. So it's a really easy way to build a fast following perhaps. Mm-hmm. Cause there's just not as many people like you've been on consistently now for a couple of months and you're like the, the the conversation or the, um, the space is fairly small, you know, like you're kind of seeing a lot of the same names all the time. You're like, so it's easy to kind of make a name for yourself or grow a following pretty quickly. So it does feel like an opportunity, which of course is like always the promise of a new platform, which is great. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into a room, but maybe I want to get up on stage so other people can hear me share my expertise. And when I get up on stage, what do I do? 
So first thing, yes, you raise your hand to get up on stage. And I definitely recommend doing that because sitting in the audience, you're not going to be seen and you're not gonna be seen as an expert. So it, you really have to, again, it's like read the room. You know, it's sometimes when people come and raise their hand and say something, it's so awkward and out of line. You're going where, you know, what are, what are you doing? So read the room, definitely read the room. Um, but if you have something of value to add or to share or have a great question, always raise your hand and get up there because someone else might be thinking the same thing, or it's a chance to kind of show off what you know, and that's ways others will see you and want to follow you. So a big piece in just being followed and kind of growth hacking is your bio. You have so much, it's not like an Instagram bio where you only have, you know, 160 characters or something. I mean, you, these bios are so long, but one of the important pieces of your bio is to share what you do, who you help and what, all of that, but connect to your Instagram because there's no way to DM in clubhouse and the beauty and the magic I think that happens in clubhouse is what happens after clubhouse. It's the DM conversations and the connections that are made. So I'm actually in a couple of group chats where they call it mod squads. Um, cause the moderators, there've been moderators that have reached out, seen me in a room and they say, Hey, would you like to help moderate sometime? Sure. And these are really great ways to connect, to get more followers and also to, get help moderating. I've only moderated one room and it is exhausting and not easy. You have to keep up the energy. You have to keep listening. You're constantly what they call resetting the room. So when someone says they're going to reset the room, they're generally reiterating the topic. They're edifying who's on stage and they're reminding people of the rules. And you do that maybe every five to 10 minutes because there's new people constantly coming in, coming out, coming in and coming out. So let's just say your topic is on, uh, social media marketing. In a, after 10 minutes, you just remind, Hey guys, I'm going to reset the room. This topic is on social media marketing specifically to fitness entrepreneurs. So if you're here and you have any questions, please raise your hand. Or if you have anything you'd like to share, raise your hand and we'll bring you up to the stage and we'll let you share. So my name is Danny J. I am the owner of blah, 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 best life podcast. And we would love to hear from you. So you kind of like say what you're doing about read, introduce yourself to people and you kind of keep the flow going and keep the energy up. Having multiple moderators helps a ton because, and I've seen rooms run for days now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I seen, say, I think, I think that's where we're moving to yeah. like the Truman show where it just never ends. Yes. I've seen rooms go for literally days. Um, rooms go for hours and hours where I was a moderator in a room and I left and then I got on seven hours later and they were still going same people. So there are people who are spending a lot of time. So We'll get into that too on like the, what, you know, how valuable is your time and what do you, what do you want right. to be spending it on? Um, but there are just, there are small things. I think being a moderator is going to set you apart to, um, as more of an expert, reaching out to others and asking them to be mods with you, you know, getting into little groups, whether you want to call them mod squads or whatever, but I really suggest people doing that. You know, I was telling your mastermind girls, you guys should all get together and decide like, Hey, I'm going to do this room. Come support me. I'll support you on your room. It just helps growth. It's just like a growth. It's a growth hack. Doing one room by yourself is tricky because the people who are notified are the ones following you. Right. So if you're brand new and you have four people following you, you're just going to open up a room and nobody's going to be there. You're right. just talking to yes. yourself. So ideally 
if you can have a room where there's 10 people in the room listening, that's great. If you can have a hundred people in the room, that's great. It's, I think a lot of the magic happens in the smaller rooms, more connections can be made. However, um, if you're able to speak in a large room, that's a really great way to get a lot of followers fast. When you say followers, it means like they go to your profile and then they just go to Instagram or, um, or even followers on this. They follow you on this. Yeah. yeah they follow you on this. Um, the Instagram connection, I think is more of getting customers and making more connections like collaborations. So best way for you guys to think about this is probably just get on, yeah. right? Like we're talking a lot about it. And if like, you can't, I know when I first jumped on, I was like, how does this work? Like the interface isn't super intuitive mm -hmm. at first. Uh, but once you get it, it is. So the best way to just like get on and start like just clicking around on stuff, you know, go to Danny's profile, go to my profile, see who we're following, follow a bunch of people that, you know, maybe you recognize their names or whatever. And then you'll start to see some in the hallway, you'll start to see the groups that people you're following are hosting or moderating or in or whatever. So you can just pop in and just be a fly on the wall and like learn stuff. So then my question to Danny was, and she spent so much, she spent a lot more time on it than I have. Um, but the question becomes, and you know, like, I've had you speak to my mastermind about it. Like I, I see you as an expert for sure. in this is what's the ROI. Mm, yeah. So I have seen people spend so much time and I was telling you, I was like, don't you have a job, ma'am? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but I have seen people make a ton of money on clubhouse or from clubhouse. It's not that you're getting paid to be on clubhouse. And there's been a weird thing about people saying they're paid moderators and there are people who are offering services to moderate a room. Personally, I wouldn't pay anybody to moderate a room, but um, making connections and sharing your business and sharing your expertise. So let's say you are a fat loss strategist and you find a room that's like all about wellness and health and weight loss or whatever. And you pop in there and you're suddenly they pull you up on stage and you become a moderator or a speaker. And you just start sharing your expertise. There's people who are going to listen to you going, oh, I really like this person's vibe. I wonder what they do. They're going to pop into your DMs because you did a really great bio and you're connected to Instagram and they're going to hit you up like, hey, I heard you speaking. How can I work with you? So it's really great because it's more of an attraction marketing strategy versus like a hard sales strategy. And so if you are in the right rooms with the audience that you really serve, you can just cash out and really become an expert and really get a lot of people reaching out to nice. you. Um, but you can also waste a lot of time. You can be in room, like you can be the consumer versus creator. Mm -hmm. You can be in lots of rooms where you're just listening and there's nothing wrong with that either. I've learned some really cool things. I've jumped into rooms where topics I'm not generally like surrounding myself with, I've gone into those and learned a ton. Um, and like there was a podcast room I jumped into and there were some strategies and things. I was like, wow, this is really gold. I mean, I took a lot of notes and thought it was very valuable for me. Um, so you can learn a lot there, but it can really also get away from you. Like the hours and hours can be sucked out. Hey friends, this episode is brought to you by The Happiness Diet. If you go to thehappinessdiet.com, you will know what we're talking about. Jill and I created an amazing program. Actually, this is Jill's program and my program put together all in one to give you all the tools, strategies, lessons, things you need to just get your life back on track, yep. get your priorities straight, figure out what your priorities are, rewriting your story, figure out relationships. So much content in this. I it should be the happiness 
diet university actually it actually should well you know i mean honestly this course and the reason why we called it it's like we we it's a play on words to call it a diet obviously it's not a diet but you guys know that danny and i both came from sort of a, a competitor background obviously health and fitness background but really what we found was there's a gap in the market for like actually addressing your mental emotional stuff like your mindset stuff you've ever said to yourself like i can't get out of my own way or i just don't know how to handle this or i don't know why i um why i second guess myself i don't know why i have doubts i don't know why i um never feel good enough i don't know why i always feel insecure around so and so around these people or like any sort of like relational type thing um it really it is just about that's why it's kind of a diet because it's like, hey, it's serving up these tools, these strategies that Danny and I have used not only with ourselves but with our clients. So this is all best practices. If you find yourself just feeling stuck, I think sometimes if you're just like in your life and you're dealing with something that is just not pleasant, whether it is you know grief or a breakup or a divorce or something going on with someone in your life, like relationally, this is definitely all of our best practices. In fact, we put these programs together after, like in the aftermath of our own sort of divorce forces and separations. And it's literally the tools and strategies that helped us move through that and be able to create a life that looked a lot different, but was so, so great. And in so many different ways. So if you guys are looking for a fresh start, if you're looking for tools and solutions, you have to get this program, go to thehappinessdiet.com. Check out everything. If you guys have questions, hit us up in the DM. Uh, you can always hit us up. You just want to know if this is right for you. Sometimes you're like, that sounds great, but I'm not sure if this is really going to help me. Tell us what your story is. Tell us what you're dealing with. And we can make an educated choice about like, is this going to be a good solution for you and a good place to start? Love it. Make sure you check it out. And once you go to the happinessdiet.com and you purchase it, you have immediate access. So you can jump in right away and get started on changing your life. Yeah. Love it. So how would you recommend people maybe start consuming so they don't, especially if someone's listening to this and they're like a mom of three mm -hmm. and they're like trying to work and build their internet business. Like to me, I would put this on when I was like doing a leisure walk or maybe cooking dinner or something, you know, like yeah. more of these passive, which is why I think podcasting really is um, like the next iteration. Like I think podcasting is like the next level because people can do it passively. They don't have to sit and watch a video. They don't have to sit and read a blog. So yeah. there's a lot of potential there too, or driving to work, whatever. I think intentionality, um, setting yeah. time limits. Uh, when I first got on, I was going on walks while I was moderating. So there was one day I should look at my phone, but I did like 20,000 steps because it was like two hours and I was just walking, 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 walking the block. And at least I felt like I was getting something done because the day, the day prior to realizing I need to do something, I had just spent days in the house and I was like, I need to just multitask the other pieces to schedule it. So if you are moderating a room, particularly, I would schedule something and schedule something consistently. You know, it's just the same as any social media. If you want to build a following and really make it part of your business and part of your lead generation strategy or customer acquisition strategy is picking days and times that you're going to show up. So your audience knows, and you're going to have this topic on these days, you know, like I did on Periscope, I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10 AM, I had topics set. And so I might be on five days a week, but I knew for certain I had these three days. So I would suggest finding something you can stick to. Don't go crazy. You know, someone asked the other day in a podcast, in a clubhouse room, how can I build my following the fastest? If I do more, will I get more? And the answer is yes. Like if you're on all day and if you're on 24 hours a day, you're going to get followers more because you're on and people see you, but that's not something that's sustainable. So find something that you can sustain. Sure. You can, you grow faster? Yeah. There's always ways to grow faster. 
but if you can't keep that up, then I don't really recommend it. So I would schedule times, um, schedule topics that you're excited about and do it if you're excited about it. You know, I think, uh, it's for me, it's fun. Um, it ha I have learned a lot. I'm still kind of iffy on, you know, where I'm seeing myself in it. Um, I have these, this mod squad and people always asking, I mean, they, there's constant rooms. They're like, can you mod? Can you mod? And I'm 99% of the time, never on. Um, but it's nice to have the connections and it is nice to kind of be in the know and pay attention to what's going on. I know that there's a lot of new things coming up for clubhouse. I've heard of monetization, like they're going to have rooms that they charge for. They actually have clubs. The reason why it's called clubhouse is you can create a club. So your club is basically a, a broad topic. So maybe it's like moms and I don't know, mom makeovers, and then you can have sub uh, subtopics and sub, um, conversations underneath that umbrella. And I don't really understand particularly the whole, uh, benefit of having a club, except that, um, you can have other people running conversations under your club and maybe you kind of get credit for it. But to be honest, I'm still a little bit curious as to why the clubs, it just feels a little more clicky. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then you will, they say, I'm going to be like, okay, every Monday morning at 9 a.m. I'm doing mm -hmm. Clubhouse, right? And this is on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I will go and promote that on other platforms. Like I might email my list about it. I might like promote it on Instagram. I might pretty, you know, promote it on Facebook. And so it feels like n people don't know exactly. There's no like direct ROI, right? It's like, yeah. cool. The more time you spend on there, you can definitely grow a following, which is great. You can get connected with a lot of people. I know you've done a ton of networking on there. Um, but it's not like if I spend two hours a week on this, I'm guaranteed two new clients. Yeah. Would you say that this is best for people, at least right now, who are really trying to get more one-on-one -on -one high ticket clients? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think definitely like group coaching, maybe not, but high ticket one-on-one -on -one for sure. Because, you know, like here we're on the podcast and yeah. I, I really noticed how much there's, there's more intimacy in podcasting and just hearing the voice and you yeah. get to know someone seeing Instagram photos, even that I've met some people on clubhouse where I went to their Instagram and I was like, wow, I never would have followed them. I never would have thought that was their voice. Like mm. when you're reading a post, you even hear a voice in your head that isn't exactly the same as maybe how they're trying to come across unless you know them. So, um, I have found that you get a lot more of someone's personality, what they're like, how they come across on clubhouse than you would just through Instagram. Um, but definitely high ticket one-on-one -on -one stuff, I feel like would be very easy to do. I love the fact that it's just audio. Cause I always yeah. think like with like even zooms now, you know, I'm like, oh, I gotta like at least look a little bit presentable, right. Whereas I can like roll out of bed 8am on Monday and be like, cool. I'm just jumping on clubhouse really quick, Yeah, you know, and not have to feel like I have to have my hair and makeup done and all that kind of stuff. And you know what, that's, what's also nice too, about having multiple moderators and having like a group of people who are there to support each other is you can also jump on and let's say you do a two or three hour room. You could technically be quote on stage for three hours, but you could be texting your girls on the back going, Hey, I got to run an errand real quick. Like I'm on stage, but don't call on me. And so you're still there. You're still collecting followers. You still have the idea that like you're on stage and you're the expert, but you're not quite there. You don't have to be fully present where if you were on zoom and you're sitting there picking your nose, eating your food, they're like, well, what is she doing where you can yep. really multitask and you can do a lot of behind the scenes. <laughs> you can even dip out and kind of dip in, even though you, it looks like you're there the whole time. So it's kind of like this cheating way of being present. Um, and I like that too, because there just isn't, there's a whole lot less preparation, which 
you know, which we need a lot less of that these days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's like also just free education. I remember Andy, who's our friend and he's also, uh, like my paid traffic guy and he's so he's a genius, but he was on there and he's like, Oh my God, I'm on like five hours a day. I'm learning so much like from people I wouldn't have access to otherwise, you know, I mean, I saw you were in like a room with Paris Hilton, like a month ago or something. Yeah. It was just strange. That's what's trippy too. It reminds me of like Twitter 2011, where you just had access to celebrities. You could kind of talk to anyone. There are so many people that are high level. You would never get a chance to talk to them that are there and answering questions that I'm sure their masterminds or ways to really access them would cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So there was a literally Paris Hilton. I was like, is this really her? And then (laughs) she spoke and I was like, oh my God, it's her. And at the time she had like 450 followers, right? It was like, she just joined. Um, Grant Cardone is there all the time. Ty Lopez is all the time. Uh, there's a, like Elon Musk was on and it like nearly broke the internet there, <laughs> but it's pretty, uh, actually even Bill Gates was on last week and it's really, really a unique time to be involved and to have that kind of connection and, uh, ability to reach out to somebody who more likely than not is not as accessible. Even people like Amy Porterfield and just some people kind of that Jill and I knew, up and coming that are a lot less accessible now. Um, they're there and they're like, if you have a question, they will answer it on the spot. It's almost just like live Q and a with people you want the answers to. So cool. it is pretty, which people are paying for. Like if yeah. you sign up for like one of Amy's courses, it's like yeah. maybe one group call per month and she'll sit there and answer your questions live for like an hour or two, you yeah. know, and she's charging for that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a unique time and it's a unique place. I think things will change. Um, I think people will get burnout. You know, I, there are people saying that this is here to stay and they're excited about it. I may be just more pessimistic because I feel like it isn't sustainable for people to do so much, but I also do believe that we are craving community so much after 2020, that this was like the perfect app at the perfect time. Mm. I think this app launched in 2019 when we were still out and about and able to see people, it would have not had the success that it's having and the growth, but people want connections so bad. They're so tired of being alone that they're really just creating community and we need community. I think more than anything, you know, you're building a business. If you can build a community, people won't want to leave you, you know? So there's something really beautiful about that. And if you can create, and I think about the clubs, speaking of the clubs, if you can create a club that really makes it feel like a community, that is a really great way to grow your business and keep people like with you for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So our advice guys go on and just try it out. To me, there's no um, downside to getting an account. Like, I mean, um, you know, as soon as I even heard about it, I just went on and grabbed my handle. I was yeah. like, I don't even know what this is yet, but people are talking about it. I'm going to go grab Jill Fit on the app and just like, make sure I have it. And then, you know, dive into it later. So go try and get your name. Um, and then just click around on stuff, join some, um, you know, rooms, see if it's useful for you. And like some people just absolutely love it and are addicted. Like I remember Andy was just like, Oh my God, I can't get off. It's so good. It's so good. So, I mean, and it's educational. It's not like you're watching hours of television either, you know, and you can do other stuff while you're in the rooms. If you are a podcast, obviously if you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of podcasts. Um, so yeah, go ahead and try it and and decide for yourself what the ROI is, but who knows, maybe a year from now, this episode won't be uh, relevant, (laughs) but it's early 2021 and it seems like it's definitely up and coming. Yep. Make sure you follow us on clubhouse. Yep. At jillfit at (laughs) dannyj.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Cool.
what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.